0: Enjoy this trip, enjoy this trip, and it is a trip. Countdown is progressing.
1: Yes, it's Europe calling Vince Tracy and Neil Colborn, with all the news from the UK and from Spain on one podcast it's Europe calling okay so for the 18th of June I can't believe I've just said that because everything seems to be going so fast. Let's get cracking. And uh, first of all, let's get Neil in. He should be here any second now. So after a week when we've had uh, torrential rain Absolutely thunderous uh, storms In fact, I jumped out of my bed once or twice It was that uh, close to where we are Let's find out if Neil felt the same As we say, a very good uh, evening and welcome How are you? Yeah, hey,
0: three o'clock in the morning. Boom! I thought Douse had blown up. Yeah, it was. <laughs> it, it was
1: very loud, wasn't it? <laughs> three o'clock. Well, uh, funny enough, it, it, there was a bit of lightning about, but but there wasn't as much here as when you looked down towards the sea. The sea,
0: it were bouncing. Yeah. sea. I just yeah. I put shutter up, press button,
1: shutter come up. <laughs>
0: you could see everything bit all bright white and that uh, bouncing. You they were like dancing.
1: Well. I, I actually switched the, the electricity off because I thought, well, you know, you to, to save the inconvenience, exactly. let's get it off. But uh, that that first one at three o'clock, mm. I thought the house had blown up. Well, it makes you wonder what's actually, I mean, is it part, are you part of something like, because it seemed like it was right in the room with you. Yeah, exactly. My God, it certainly. Uh, and yeah, I didn't, We didn't get any
0: rain off that. That thunderstorm—it must have just drifted straight out. You got no rain at no. all. Oh, we got—we got a lot. Three o'clock. We no. got
1: a lot. We probably got about—I would think—about an inch went, right. went, went in the pool, right. and uh, that was heavy. It was heavy. Man, it fills reservoirs
0: up, doesn't it? Yeah. So we're all yeah. right. Well, we need because we've had a bit of a big drought, haven't we? Here? Yeah, we yeah. do indeed.
1: Okay, let's quickly say hello to our uh, listeners round the website. We've got stacks coming in on the website www. Uh, let's go to uh, California. Stitcher Radio, Gigadial, Spreaker and Podomatic. Okay,
0: uh, we'll say hello to Tom and the gang. WROM in Detroit, and the WROM stands for... The
1: World Realms of Music. We'll go to Florida. That's
0: Aircheck and Erica and her lovely gang.
1: Uh, We'll go to Mersey Radio. Which is Matty Adams in Liverpool. And uh, we'll also go to uh, the UK for Family Radio 1. That's Mike and his lovely gang. And last... But not least is um, our, our good friend, Naz. That's at Beats FM in Bangladesh. And what are we in Bangladesh? We are big in Bangladesh. Lovely. And so is Naz, by the way, because he, exactly. he's We've been seen. promoted a couple of times, area manager job. It's yeah. uh, He's doing very, very well. Now, uh, it's been one of those weeks this week. In actual fact, I started looking for the Spanish news. And in terms of the Spanish news there was nothing that you really felt you wanted to get your teeth into i mean i watched the local news and they were uh, swearing in all the um, the new deputies and uh, the new councillors and everything and uh, it was quite funny because the biggest story of the week uh, involves a, a one of the ladies who's you know lots stacks of ladies have, uh, have been uh, voted in and one turned up uh, with these sandals on and it made her toes stick out in a very unusual way. And apparently the you know, somebody filmed it and then the next thing is that's gone viral. But you know, the funny thing is, it's that's that's had more publicity than any of the politics. Well, when we
0: had our thing is it all went quiet, didn't it? Well, I think you know, straight after, I think they all just go back and, and have five minutes and think, oh Yeah, but just I think legal.
1: ours is different because ours is one of the few where the PP... Actually got straight back in. Yeah. And I'm convinced it's the work of the mayor because he, he does work very oh, hard. Yeah, yeah. if you he know. says he's
0: gonna do something, he gets it done, I must admit that. Mm. Um yeah, because I'm on down road, answer, <laughs> really. I'm only a mile or so down road, and I'm in exactly. bollop, yeah, And I can't get our street lights on. Well, you know what I mean? So somebody's not
1: paying the bills. Apparently Pollock was actually older than uh, Lanuthia, so yeah. there we are. But the, the, the point really is that all these other councils right right around the country, they're having to come up with coalitions and, of yeah, course... Yeah, because
0: nobody's got direct directly in. They've got to keep sharing all the things with them, yeah. yeah. And, and they
1: have this, like, it's a long baton that the, the mayor has, you know, and he holds it up to all the people so it, it's a bit different to us I mean uh, No but I'm
0: saying the news has gone quiet
1: in Spain since yeah. while
0: well, they're all getting you know sworn in and this that and the other and and same in England really there's not been massive amounts of, of news has there you know about Tories and Labour and God Well no, there has they're, they're having a a thing, if at leadership at Labour, but well, it just seems to have gone quiet all of a sudden.
1: I, I mean, I I do laugh uh, to myself when I look at what they're calling sort of a disruptive. Uh, uh, they're talking about um, for the leadership of the Labour Party. Uh, they're talking about a guy who is a bit on the left side. Well, yeah, but I've never heard of him. Have you ever heard? Of I've him? I've never heard of him. So I mean, he can't be making that much noise, I suppose. And yet,
0: I think he got, he he needed another five votes, or so five of them. Said, yeah, we'll back you just to go in the race but we're not going to vote for you when you're in the race how does that work i suppose really
1: yeah, it's, look i've been watching a number of these politicians who come along and there was a girl on i can't remember or lady i can't remember her name but, but with
0: black hair, the young one, yes, yeah,
1: but oh, I, she was doing some shouting, weren't she? she does, but she, I mean, she, she's like they're the trained not to answer the question. Exactly,
0: now, which... when it says yes or no, we mean answer yes or no, and they go waffling on all right houses, and you forgot what the question were in the first place.
1: Okay let's go to this business of what's happening in Spain then as i say not an awful lot it would seem. Uh, I picked up a story which is a bit older one actually about a spanish banker and he was forbidden from taking his picasso to the uk. Now you know what uh, these guys do they they obviously buy a nice painting, because they've got a few bob. And then uh, th- what they want to do, of course, is to go and make a big profit on it. Exactly. But apparently uh, this is, uh, what's his name, Jamie Bon or Botin, sorry, main uh, shareholder in Spanish bank, Bank Inter, has been trying to flog his um, artwork for three years, but the government aren't letting him take it out of the country. Has it been, bought with uh, dodgy money? Well, they're not saying it out, so I suppose really that's one thing. But I think it's the fact that it's a work of art of one of the you know the, the better known painters, obviously of the country. Uh, and it's like really when you look at these art treasures, if you're going to have them, um, well, why don't the government buy it off him then, and then it
0: stays in Spain f- forever?
1: Yeah, but they don't, do they? I'm just uh, getting the. That's the what I'm story saying. Of-
0: they want you not to sell it. Because they want to keep it here, but you won't—you won't be able to put it on show here anyway, because it'll be in his mansion somewhere, won't it?
1: Well, you Spain's know. national court uh, confirmed that, that the work of art, valued at twenty-six point two million, was unexportable because of its importance to Spain's cultural heritage. Um, He's the brother, by the way, of the former Santander chief. I mean, it's just a big club, isn't it? You know, Emilio Emilio Botin uh, almost got the century-old painting out of the country in 2012 but was stopped aboard a 65-metre super yacht in Valencia. At that time, he argued that the painting was under the rule of Great Britain rather than Spain as it was already aboard a ship bearing the Union Jack. (laughs) <laughs> I mean, what,
0: what's, what's up with
1: these things? Do you know if he'd just put it on the wall in the ship <laughs>
0: and, it, and Guardia would have just come on, they wouldn't have even noticed what it were. Well, They'd have think it were any old painting.
1: I'm just looking at some... This is something I didn't know. I mean, I don't know if you know, but according to international maritime law, vessels are subject to the laws of the state... Whose coast it's nearest to. Well, you'd sort of expect that, wouldn't you, really? Yeah, well, if it's in Valencia, I think it's nearer to Spain than it is to <laughs> England, isn't it? And after three years of legal battles, he's now received confirmation that the the Picasso is to stay put. Um I mean So buy
0: it off him then.
1: if he's got twenty six point two million pounds worth what of a it, it does he's show not you
0: of a couple of Bob, is it?
1: It it does show you that, though, that uh, in some respects it's a little bit um it's a little bit dodgy to spend that sort of money because the thing is, if if they must register them. Uh, so the government must then know who's got that particular painting. Yeah. Uh, in which case you'd think to yourself, well, okay, we'll keep an eye on this guy because he's obviously going to try and move it on.
0: Yeah, let's get the tax man on him. Let's have a look at if he's been paying his taxes.
1: Yeah. Okay. Well, well
0: that's I'm- ridiculous, isn't it? I mean, you put it on a boat, honestly, if you'd have just shoved it on a wall, any old wall on boat and Guardia would have walked on, they would have just walked straight past it, wouldn't they? They wouldn't have even known. Well, I'm... I'm... <coughs> would you know Picasso from a --How's
1: your father? I'd have an idea.
0: Yeah, they're a bit
1: they're a bit strange, aren't they? That's what I'm saying, you know, they, they have they have yeah. arms and legs in the wrong places yeah, and all, all that, that sort like, of stuff. Yeah, you know. or some
0: sunflowers and if, if anybody's
1: listening in, wants to know a bit more about uh, Picasso and the other painters, by the way, on my website there is a series of really nice podcasts uh, by a guy who lives just up the road here, um, a, a little bit further than Guadalest uh, but uh, does some fantastic podcasts that he did go with me at OCI. So. You well,
0: know. if anybody wants to know anything about that, please, please, please don't ask me. I haven't <laughs> got a clue. <laughs> well, I'm not, I'm not an expert, that's for sure.
1: Uh, now, the uh, Spanish police have, uh, have a story here written by uh, a James Badcock in Madrid, and a Spanish driver has been caught by traffic police biting his fingernails at the wheel and has been given an €80 Euros fine. Well, uh, the unnamed driver was stopped by a patrol car in the western city of Salamanca on June the 7th when spotted indulging in his nail-nibbling uh, habit... And the resulting fine has now arrived in the post. It was posted on Twitter by the local pro-driver group, Salamanca uh, Radares. Re- so I suppose, the you know, they're looking out for the radar You're traps. the radar, man, yeah. The fine, which can, can be halved if it's paid promptly, is ascribed to the driver, not maintaining the correct freedom of movement due to the fact that he was driving while biting his nails. Well, I'm not having
0: it. You can eat an apple yeah you can have a cigarette, so there's no different than just putting your your hand up to your mouth, say you were coughing you know that's you know well that's
1: potentially worse isn't it
0: well you know you've gotta you know and you're putting your hand over your mouth, that's just the same so i mean some of these some of these coppers they they really do get on my nerves.
1: Well, um, reading on, as well as pointing out the position of the speed radar guns, Salamanca Radar has also criticised what it feels is unreasonable targeting of drivers with fines, which can only be explained by the need to raise funds. Well, we've heard this one There before. we go. Um, the same Twitter feed mentioned a recent incident in the same Castilla y Leon uh, region in which a driver was fined <laughs> for on. chewing gum.
0: Well, that's
1: keeping your concentration, or it's stopping me having a cigarette or something like that, if you're chewing gum. On the printout of that fine, dated May 29th, the unfortunate driver is said to have been travelling while at the same time fiddling with a chewing gum packet, affecting the attention paid to the road, and he got an €80 fine as well. According to a recent study by the Fundathian Linear Director, um, the that's the direct line mm-hmm. in English, mm-hmm. the number of fines issued to driver on Spain's roads increased by eighty percent between two thousand and seven and twenty thirteen, coinciding with the worst years of the country's economic crisis. The total number of infractions resulted in penalties ri- rose from sixteen million in 2006, to £29 in the following seven-year spell. But the uh, Road Safety Agency, which is the DGT here in Spain, pointed to the huge improvement in accident prevention in a country once famed for dangerous driving. Last year's figures of 1,131 fatalities in road accidents was the lowest since records began in 1960. Okay. Um, yeah, well, they've started putting decent roads in, haven't they, for one? Well, that, I mean, that, the roads are beautiful here. Well, I think that's down to certainly European money, isn't it? Yeah. Um, and as you say, they are really, really good. they like billiard tables. I can remember the very first time I came here, I came down on the N332, but we had to go very slowly all the way down. I mean, there was just, it was difficult. You couldn't drive. Then we came on the uh, A7. Yeah. And, I mean, once you come down on that, that road, I mean, it's just... Phew.
0: And it goes all the way. It goes yeah. all the way to Gibraltar. It goes all the way to Portugal. Yeah. You don't even have to move off it. It's fantastic.
1: And, and I mean, you can go... Uh, well, well, no, you do, really. You, um, w- when you come away from the A7, you've got to go well, from it, from it, it does, it, Alicante, but, for example. Yeah, but
0: but it, it, It's it, just the same road. It, they just run...
1: Yeah, it's know. not actually the motorway. It goes into yeah. an ordinary road, doesn't it?
0: But it's a four-laner. And you're just moving all the time, and it's one twenty all the time, all the way down. It's fantastic.
1: Yeah, uh, what, what I mean, what do you reckon though to this? Uh... It's
0: ridiculous. No, hang on, I, I get it. If he's took his hands off the wheel, you know, and he's trying to open the packet, and they've seen him doing that, so he's not got any hands on the wheel. Well, yeah. you know, you're going to get, you know, you're going to get caught. But, um, but that. Nibbling his his, his fingernail, he's still got one hand on wheel. He's still looking where he's going because I mean, you don't need you don't need to look at your fingernail to know that you're nibbling it, do you?
1: Well, not really. I it's mean, so I, I find that rather strange that he should. I, I mean, I'm almost tempted to say there's more to that than meets the eye because I would imagine that the the um, the officers probably seen him doing something else. Yeah. And and by, and by the time he got there, you know, he couldn't prove it, so yeah. he's had to say, right, well, we'll get you for that then. Yeah,
0: yeah.
1: But there is some daft petty finds that you see going out, don't you? And there's some daft things happening in Spain, like this one here, uh, which uh, let me just do uh, a quick uh, <coughs> name check again, and then I can uh, move on and tell us exactly what this story's about. So, uh, here we go. Europe Europe Calling, Europe calling. Vince Tracy with my special guest, Neil Colborne, looking at the news coming in from Spain and from the United Kingdom. Europe, Europe, Europe calling. calling. OK, so moving on, let's find out what Shall we've tell got. Shall I you something? You're one of the most boring, tedious, uninteresting, monotonous... Flatulent, <laughs> flat-headed, cloth-eared, swivel-eyed, fornicating little gits I ever they like. <laughs> OK, here's a weird one. And a Spanish man has died after being served dishwasher detergent instead of white wine. This is a father of two, Andres Lorente, his 50-year-old, suffered fatal burns to his windpipe, throat and stomach after being served the deadly cocktail in a cafe in Benicarlo, in Valencia. The owner of the cafe has now been arrested on suspicion of manslaughter. The mix-up occurred after the industrial cleaner had been put inside an empty wine bottle and left in the fridge. A source close to the ongoing investigation said that negligence rather than ill intent seemed to be at play. Uh, if you asked for a white wine, you I, know... I wouldn't know. What well, you'd want thing. to see it poured out at your table, well, wouldn't normally,
0: you? Well, normally, it comes in a bottle, take the cork out, and they pour it out, don't
1: they? Yeah, I mean, even if you, you have a bottle of house wine, yeah. it, it, it would appear there's again. I think there's got to be more to that story. But... <laughs>
0: I could probably drink the dishwash stuff and, and have a sip of wine and not know the difference, me. I, I like my beer, don't I? But, you know, it's just one of them, isn't it? I, I mean, why put... I mean, it's, it's like putting raw bleach into a, a, a house curry, isn't it? You
1: mm-hmm. know, and then
0: you just come up and pour it out to him and there it is in front of you and he's supping it. Oh, hang on a minute,
1: pal! I couldn't believe that when I was reading no. it. You, you know, but but it's been, been around the news today, so... Yeah. I've
0: seen it done on a football pitch that... A referee's son, his, his father picked up the wrong bottle and it had bleaching and it nearly killed his son. His son now can't talk or anything. Oh, all it, terrible. And he were on the line watching his dad refereeing. Oh, dear. The, 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 the ref were called uh, Don Tidgy. He was well known in Manchester, Don. Mm-hmm. And he took his son, I think his son were only about seven, seven or eight, and he he brought his own bottles because you know what they're like with two football teams they're not ref anything, will they and not give rep anything well. and he must have picked the wrong bottle up and his son wanted a drink and he just opened it and thinking the next minute boom he's on floor <sighs> yeah terrible, terrible. oh it was yeah well I've seen that happen just by mistake in a, in a, a bottle.
1: Uh, In a happier sense, I'll I'll tell you something that we used to do, because uh, when I started playing rugby, I played a a little bit of rugby at school, but because I was a lot smaller when I was younger, I I got fed up of being just kicked around the pitch. So basically, I didn't touch rugby again until I was about 22, I think it was. Um, And anyway, I joined the veterans, and that's how our club taught because it wasn't like you know the the way people join now and are coached yeah. they no, nobody coached us but exactly. I mean, basically you just went
0: out having a, you, a throw about and a tackling sessions amongst yourselves didn't you well, you know? well we,
1: we got that plus uh you'd get your tips so like you know one of the one of the older heads would say well don't do that next time yeah, or do this way, yeah. i don't think anybody ever taught you to tackle properly although yeah. i had been taught when i was 16 at school yeah. And the way they taught you was that uh, the, the 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 PE t- teacher who was about six foot eight played for Birkenhead Park, so he was a big player, and he just ran at you, and you're supposed to tackle him. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, you can imagine you just bounced off him and hurt yourself. The f-
0: yeah, the famous words were, "He can't run without his legs." Yeah. But if you see somebody's thighs that are about four foot <laughs> four foot round, exactly, and you're thinking I'm going to put my head and shoulder near them, you start thinking, "Hang on a minute." Well,
1: our vets were. All guys that had played in the first 15, they'd been good, uh, good good rugby players, and they had a great spirit. I mean, it was a great team to play for, yeah. in actual fact. Uh, bonding, you see, male bonding. Well, but what they did was, at half-time, they would get some uh, sherry and have a tray, and then they'd take the sherry over to the other team, and the other team would have a bit of sherry, and then we'd do the second half, but, of course... Our sherry was coloured water, wasn't it? <laughs> so course, sherry?
0: I to, I'm yeah. couldn't drink a sherry if you.
1: Well, that's just the way this particular team operated because uh, they, they had a, a number of really, really funny characters. Mm-hmm. I mean, having said that, there were five estate agents who, who virtually owned half of Birkenhead. Uh, there was, one of them was a lecturer in Russian, which in those days was. A rarity, you know, but I mean, great, great oh, characters, yeah. and uh, you know, basically, it was always funny because about sort of 10 minutes into the second half, you'll see the other team are all you know littered on the touchline. Yeah, no
0: really. well,
1: anyway, uh, let's see the other uh, bits of news from Spain. We've had the hottest May on record. Uh, obviously, the record tourist numbers are looking to be really, really very big good. this year, yeah, uh, w- which Spain needs, yeah. And uh, contra- contrasting the things that are happening here in Spain, not giving you any particular paper, uh, but from the television, uh, there are a couple of things. Number one is uh, Greece are at it again. Um, oh, yeah. I, I mean, it seems absolutely ridiculous that they keep coming back and saying, oh, you know... We're uh, not paying I- Either we're not paying or everybody's unfair, yeah. apart from Greece, yeah. who happen to owe all this money. And time and time again, when we discussed it, do you know how they got into EU? Greece. Well, they fiddled the books
0: to say this is what the country earns, right? So we're all right, we're okay. Where we're, did you Where did you get that from? It was on um, the papers, you know, uh, the papers at night on yeah. Monday night. Okay, there's there's two of them on it. The Labour man and uh, the Tory you. man, and the uh, no no uh, the, the one's the editor of the Sun, right. and one's the co-editor of one of the Tory papers, okay, Guardian or something like, Telegraph or something like that, and they both actually agreed that, uh, how the hell, but what they were saying is that these shipping magnets, yeah. the, the tax things in, in Greece apparently were so lackadaisical, nobody ended up paying anything hardly, you know? and when it comes to whoa, you really need to start paying... The magnets all flirted off and put all the big boats somewhere Well, Well, of else course, the,
1: the big thing about Greece has always been that if they didn't have this flotilla of yeah. uh, tankers that, that carry the oil. Yeah, and everywhere, did I mean, it goes back to uh, Jackie Onassis, doesn't it, yeah, really, yeah. when, when uh, she eventually left, I think, uh, yeah, Onassis yeah, and went to marry um, uh, Kennedy.
0: No, it's other way around. One oh, well, Kennedy got shot, and then she married.
1: I, sorry, of course. Yeah, and he were he, yes.
0: he were an arms and a oil uh, and a ship magnet, wasn't he?
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it's. Well, there was
0: some of the things they were saying about Greece. is like, well, how they got away with it for so long? You know,
1: they can't support themselves. Well, th- this is the nonsense. Why does why do people need them? The only answer can be they've got to uh, keep them in the EU because of the ships, yeah, because but of the They're tankers. saying no.
0: They're saying no. This is they think this is going to be Merkler, uh, uh, Angela Merkel is, well, no. You're not making any attempt. You're not doing anything else. You see, and all they're doing is putting austerity onto the to the people who have hardly got any money. But you've let all the all the rich ones have all this luxurious life for so long mm. and they've never paid any tax because your tax collection system was absolutely rubbish.
1: And, and, of course, the other thing that is more worrying is the fact that both Greece and Turkey are like gateways, if yeah, you like, yeah. to all the yeah. problems that are exactly. lying behind. Yeah. And I think, really, they've got to get... I mean, well, if
0: anybody were getting in one of them boats again... for. Flirt around. If you're thinking of landing in Greece, I'd, I'd give it a wide berth because they have got no money for helping. Uh,
1: another worrying story here in Spain is the reappearance of diphtheria. Uh, I know when I was growing up, you we know. We used to have a jab for that, didn't we? We did, and of course, for the last 30 years, nobody's had one. Well, uh, 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 oh, I'd go for mine. Well, yeah, but in the, fact, the.
0: You know, if you say, listen, yours has run out now, you need another. Did we have three measles, mumps, and. Mm, what were they chicken pox? Have? Mm. M- 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 yeah. Yeah. Whatever it were. Look, it'll come to me in a flash of institution.
1: <laughs> but uh, the the obvious thing though is that if uh, if the doctors are saying it's going to be uh, maybe something to worry about. I mean, it starts like a little ripple. I remember yeah. when uh, they started talking about this Ebola. I mean, nobody knew what they were talking about. Yeah. Well, diphtheria is, of course, one of these things where people uh, we know. Of diphtheria because we 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 were jabbed when we were well, younger. We were kids, yeah, about diphtheria. But the, the people growing up, of course, they I'm afraid don't know anything about rubella,
0: it. Rubella, MMR, chickenpox. Is that, well, that yeah? yeah it used to yeah. be MMR jab, didn't it? Yeah. Mumps, measles, and rubella. That was it. I told you you'd get a flash of institution. Yeah.
1: Okay. Well, we will move on. So diphtheria. How yeah. bad is it? Well, I mean, at the moment, it's... I mean, what what effect
0: will it have on like me and
1: you, if you know what I mean? Well. Hopefully, our early Immun jab system, will probably relevant, have yeah. a, a. At least we'll have an idea of what's coming. Does it coming.
0: affect bones or something? dipped
1: What? A chest, it, isn't it? It's. Uh, is it like lung, like lung, TB? Yeah, used to that be. sort of stuff. Yeah. yeah. Ah, right. Not very pleasant. I mean, you wouldn't wish it on anybody. Exactly. Really. Anyway, uh, that's something else that we've got to worry about. It Just seems as soon as you get rid of one thing, you know, something else comes along. And yeah, but
0: this, I mean, dipthiria.
1: Well, wow, it's been years, hasn't it? Since well, it's 30 years since it's not been here. Here?
0: I bet it's 50 or 60 since it's been in uh, in UK or anything yeah. like that.
1: OK, we're going to have a look at the UK news because, of course... Crawling, crawling. Yes, it's Europe calling. Vince Tracy and Neil Colborne. With all the news from the UK and from Spain on one podcast... It's Europe calling. Now, you remember... Last week, we were talking about the RBS, the Royal Bank of Scotland, and the fact that, you know, the UK Chancellor's going to sell it on all this. Uh, Millions of pounds have gone missing after a technical glitch makes 600,000 RBS payments vanish overnight. Customers could be out of pocket for days.
0: That that makes me laugh. All this 600, right. They're They're not moving money they pressing buttons with numbers on. So as somebody press delete, do you know what I mean? It's not like when we go into a bank to pay a bill, we give them cash, don't we? Here we go, there you are, und- what is it, 100 euro, there you go. There's a 50, there's another 50. When they're moving money about, they press a button. They press a button on a computer.
1: Well, I've got to sh- say, it annoys me as well, because you, you go into a bank and they say, you know, uh, it, uh, when's the money going to be in? Uh, oh, that'll be another three days or another seven days yeah. or whatever. You, you think, hang on, you are you doing is pressing, pressing the,
0: button. the button to move it. It's a nonsense.
1: So uh, the system obviously is set up. So if they say, yeah, the system is set up. Now, uh, I'm reading from the website. Furious customers today were told uh, of being put on hold for more than an hour when trying to resolve the issues. After checking their accounts to discover that they hadn't been paid, RBS has revealed it could take until Saturday for payments to reappear, with the bank refusing to reveal whether anyone or everyone affected would be given cash to tie them over. And this is thousands of people who haven't been paid, scores of direct debits not delivered. Exactly. Um, It's also NatWest... Councils, to bank, and RBS. So, I mean, it's not just one bank.
0: Yeah, because RBS sort of took a bit of NatWest and all that thingy, didn't they? Yeah. But right, so I need to pay a bill, and I mean it's urgent. Otherwise, I'll be fined or you know, and all that. Uh, just give me cash out at till, will you? Oh, I can't do that. Well, you know, you've got me money because it's already on computer, and there's you know, I can go online, and where well, it says how much I've got in. So give me the money and I'll go and pay this. But oh no, they want to hold on and hold on, and then you've got to go through a right load of rigmarole, to eventually get your money. Plus you find that you've been already done that you can't. It could be checked till Saturday. Where are they, where are they coming from?
1: I've I've got to laugh because for many years now I've I've. Uh, it started with they were with, they were saying when I was uh, working in the schools that you know all the kids, I've got to be sitting in front of a computer screen. They've got to be uh, computer literate okay i don't have a problem with people being, being computer literate but being computer dependent is well, is another. ridiculous yeah,
0: there's no fallback now is there well there isn't
1: see. i mean uh, i remember going into um a bank and uh, the lady said uh, you know, i can't i can't do anything why can't you do anything yeah, Your computer oh, oh, says no. Ex- you know. Well, the computers are, are, are all the computers in Lanuthia yeah. were, were were down. The yeah. computers, the the phrase, the computers are down. Yeah. So uh, what Where's does everybody? Where's the
0: old ledger books? Yeah. The so, old ledgers. You well, know what I mean, doing proper writing and all that. You know, when I went back after my mother had died and I had to go back sort the house and the probate and all that, around, I went in to the bank to say right I need so much money, right? They said, We haven't got it. I said, What are you on about? You haven't. Of course, you've got it because it's, in, it's been paid by such a bank into my bank. Now I want it out of my bank into my pocket. And they said, You'll have to wait four days. I said, Are you having a laugh? I said, they said, We've got to order it. I said, It's a bank, not a toffee shop. Mm-hmm. Honestly. So anyway, I got all at manager and this, that, and the other, and I, they said, "Oh, we'll get it. G- will it? Will it affect you? You know, if you have to wait till we we can order some and this, that, and the other." I said, "Well, yeah, it will, but what? What's the? What's the? Greatest? He said, "Oh, well, we'll give you fifty pounds for for waiting." You know, I'm thinking, and that's a bank.
1: You know, we I mean, were unbelievable. Well, I mean, the big thing is, what do people do if uh, I've got? something coming up now Uh, what can i do if a payment has left me out of pocket now this apparently happened in summer of 2012 yeah Uh, you have to
0: go to the bank and if the bank say oh no then you've got to go to the ombudsman and it's a right rigmarole going through it all and at the end and then the bank will get fined for it in in
1: two years and you'll get your payout it's an absolute nonsense well you see, it says that the bank doesn't really always rectify any losses incurred by today's glitch. So, uh, now you've got to go and complain to the ombudsman. Yeah. Late payment of a bill can result in a black mark on your credit report. Exactly. Hampering your future chances of getting a loan or a mortgage. Yeah. During previous glitches, RBS promised to work with major credit reference, but, but they haven't done that. No, two born idle. So they say, okay, what else can you do? Fed up, move to a better bank. Uh, recent research research shows NatWest and RBS have been big losers in the current account switching. Uh, data from the Payments Council show between July and September 2014 that they have been uh, losing far more customers. But So which are the ones that are doing better? Well, putting things like the best current accounts. They're talking about the co-op. Now, now didn't, didn't the co-op have all this big... Remember
0: him? He was buying cocaine. The chairman of the co-op bank. So Remember him? The so big fat Yeah, fella. of course I do.
1: Yeah. Uh, so now I'm thinking...
0: But uh, now somebody's come in and said, no, we're going to have to go back to what we used to do. The co-op were meant for the cooperative society. That was for people. You know, normal people could go and bank with us and we will give you the best deals we can, better than other banks. You know, so... We don't take as much profit. We give you so much, like the cooperative shops and all that, which were thinged in Rochdale, just up road from where I live, you know. But then this man, anyway, they brought somebody in, and and somebody was saying, if you're gonna if you're gonna start, you know, putting money and you want a bit better on your savings, it's to go in co-op because they're going back to the old style banking.
1: Well, as, as ever, you've got. Comments coming up, RBS, uh, according to Mad Dog in Great Britain, equals rubbish banking servants. TSVs, like Toy soldier bank, trust me. Uh, Circumflex in Leicester, if RBS don't make good the loss immediately, then they have de facto stolen. It's irrelevant whether or not they can find the money. They lost it and are obliged to replace it. If they can't behave like a bank, don't laugh. Their banking license should be revoked. It's the first time that a bank has been shown to have stolen its customers' money, and the government should look uh, intervene. Right. So let's just put this: they've got these
0: numbers, yeah, bank account numbers, sort code numbers, all this, that, and the other. You know what you've got in because you get your, your thing every month or whatever. Mm-hmm. They not they've not stolen any money as in, here's the cash, have they? they? They've not gone in and and got a big suitcase full of money and run out to the car and said, right,
1: I've got the money. No, they've moved the money by pressing a load of digits. Well, this is probably uh, from Richard in Yokohama in Japan. It's great the way people write. These are from all around the world, which is is really good to, to see what other people are thinking. And Richard A says, the money is floating digitally around Mumba or Bangalore where the RBS outsources their IT work cheap and out of direct supervision. Direct. So, in other words, what they're doing is they're not giving the jobs to the people in the country, which basically... Where the bank is. Well, yeah, Which they should it, yeah. do. They should do. Because, yeah. because if you want to complain, uh, then oh, obviously... Oh,
0: even try that. You can't understand the word. It goes straight through to India, and you can't even understand a word of it.
1: Good comment here from Rob in uh, Preston, and he says, when can we all go back to getting paid in cash? Lovely. The only reason for banks uh, having a, such a grip on us is we get our salaries paid directly into our accounts... We should go back to being paid in cash, and then we can control our own finances. It costs too much,
0: and the insurance on the um, you know the wagons that you know the, the the money where they drop them out of the back, and you knock three times, and the bundle comes. No, they won't go back to that. It's costing too much. Where they can just shift it about with a load of digits, and they don't pay anything out for that, right? It's marvellous. So all the bankers get more money. They get seven million pound bonuses every year. For being a failure, it's marvellous. That's the job. I'm looking the at about
1: six uh, people. One's in Canada, one is in Leeds in the United Kingdom, one is in Belfast, one two's in uh, two are in Belfast. Uh, they're saying last time they were went on holiday, it was exactly the same. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, what would you say? But you see,
0: we're selling it off, aren't we? We bailed mm. it out. Now no, we're selling it no, off no. at a massive we're loss. Not, we're Look, not selling
1: it off. It's, it's the, the Chancellor.
0: Yeah, but we're the t- we're the ones who've paid for yeah,
1: it. Yeah, but, but but it's not us that wants to sell it.
0: Exactly. It's the Chancellor to say, well... But I'll tell you, the minute they, the people that buy it back, that will be making massive amounts of profits within six weeks. It's a nonsense. I'm afraid you're right.
1: Now... Uh, there's a story here today, and it's about the Ofsted's um, inspector. That's a schools thing, isn't yeah. It? yeah. Now, the guy uh, has been talking about uh, British values, and as I'm clicking this, it's telling me teach British values in schools. This is the head of Ofsted's, Sir Michael Wilshaw, insists. Young Muslims need to believe they belong to our society. This, of course, is probably in the light of these people going across to fight. Yeah. Uh, now, I, I, I think um, it's all very well saying this, but I mean, this particular week, you've got a family. There can't be any of them up for fighting. It's, it's a couple of mums and the three kids Three mums and, and
0: is it three,
1: five three, kids in it? No,
0: nine kids, I think, or something like yeah, that. Huh? Th- yeah, I think you're but right. But one of right. the bro- the brother of the three mothers. He's fighting for IS, right? That's the brother. It's the not, brother.
1: Not, not the ones that have gone. No, no.
0: They, they, they went to that um, Mecca. Uh, you know where the, 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 the Hajj. Yeah, that what they yeah. walk around that square thing and yeah. All. Yeah. And then they should have come straight back to UK, but they stopped off in Turkey and nothing's been heard of them since. It was three sisters with the kids. Yeah. But one of the bro- the brother of the three sisters. He's fighting with ISIS, and he's either chipped him in and said, "Well, come here, it's marvelous. Come and come and live with us, and all that."
1: Well, I'm looking at the uh, I'm looking at the TV yesterday, and um, the two fathers. When on, I well, we? well, I think it was four of them, weren't there? That were there four fellas that were in a news conference. Uh, do you know what? I wasn't convinced that, oh. that you know. I thought that this is pretty poor acting. You know, I yeah. I, I got the impression it was all a setup. Yeah. And this is a guy uh, that I'm talking about, the, the the guy that's telling everybody that they've got to now instill in all the schools the British values. He's a former head teacher. a warning that schools which fail to promote British values, such as tolerance for other faiths, will be failed by the watchdog. Um, this is following the death of a 17-year-old uh, Tatha Asmal, who became Britain's youngest suicide bomber. But, I mean that's very, very mixed up, isn't it? I mean, at the end of the day, Ofsted are there to to inspect the schools. Don't you
0: think they're trying to shut the door when the arse is bolted? Oh, without shadow of a doubt.
1: You know what I mean? You should have done this years and years ago. Well, I think the whole point is that really we were told back in the 60s um, that this was going to happen. Exactly. And nobody wanted to know no, then. No, it's all a load of rubbish. It's all a, a, pebble, it's well, all a load of rubbish. Well, Enoch Powell was uh, the man that stood up and told everybody, yeah. and he was ridiculed and yeah. spoken down. And he, Sadly, all that he said is really exactly what we're seeing now. Um, but this Ofsted, guys, I mean, an Ofsted inspection is rather a weird thing, actually, because... Uh, when the inspectors are coming in... do you have to tell them they come in. Exactly. That's So not, everything, that's not everything
0: gets cleaned up and all this lot, and it's a nonsense.
1: Well, I remember when we used to have, uh, you, you know, for, for example, we knew the Ofsted inspection was coming. Yeah. And I used to really get quite cross about this because, you know, as a guy that used to go out and have to inspect me reps' work mm. when I was working in industry... I said, well, the only thing that happens is everybody is now prepared for the Pled inspection, the yeah. and so everything is hunky-dory. That's and right. so it proved, because at the college suddenly they wanted to put potted plants everywhere, uh, make out that we had everything that that we needed to do our jobs, and it wasn't it wasn't a fact. Yeah, it
0: looks lovely. Look, all the kids are in school. They're all got pencils and pens. And look, look, they're all, they've all combed their there. It's like this every day, yeah. As soon as they go, back to
1: normal. Um, Rochdale Labour MP Simon... Danchuk. Yes, Uh, well done. Very impressed, yeah. Yeah.
0: Um, It's only because it's from Rochdale. Still good. Uh, It's
1: him that's caused about these uh, paedophiles in... Oh, um, yeah. He he seems to be on the ball, this guy. Oh, does he? He said, I'm horrified that growing numbers of prepubescent children in our region are being referred to the government agency dealing with people being drawn into terrorism. Children under the age of 12 should be thinking about Lego and football, not terrorism in the Middle East. These figures should act as a wake-up call and demand urgent action. Well, I, I think, quite honestly, there's a lot more than just this. If we know that in so many of these schools, uh, if we know that so many of these people have um, been messing about and making sure that you know the, the-, the children are interfered with, um, then obviously... Uh, there's a lot more going on, isn't there? Well, she turned up yesterday, didn't she? Mrs. Obama. Well, yeah. Right? I, then, now, that was but, funny.
0: Now, that were a great school she went to. Yeah. Oh, everybody's got beautiful uniforms on, scarves on, this, that and the other. And she's saying, you know, you really need to work to get where you're going. No, let's see you go into a council-run
1: school in middle of Salford. Well, no, hang, hang on, hang on. Uh, where she went it was uh, Tower Hamlets. Now, Tower Hamlets is a very deprived area. Right, in, in but fact, that school... It, no, it's a big Bangladeshi community.
0: Right, but that that school was not deprived or anything, and none of them pupils that they had on the television
1: this morning. Trust me. Go into Cromwell Road in Salford or, in, you know... No, she only had to go around the corner. That was... That was look, they all... This is like the Ofsted inspection. Yeah. Rather than go into somewhere where basically, you know... Where kids can't
0: afford uniforms. They've got holes in the bottom of the shoes. Go and have a look at that and tell them kids, this is where you want to be. Exactly. You know.
1: That's an absolute joke. Okay, now, um, they have these uh, social health uh, classes. They have these religious classes now where instead of where, where we, when we were growing up, we had religion and whatever... It was our school it was a Catholic school, so we had Catholic lessons. Well, we had but I'll tell religious you something. Instruction or something well, like. I'll tell you something. We never ever had any lessons criticising other religions. It never exactly. happened. They were talking about your religion, exactly, not somebody else's. And if these uh, people are being radicalised, then then obviously you don't get radicalised uh, by your own religion telling you that you've got to go to church and you've got to love thy neighbour as thyself. And all these other things that you know uh, we were told. This, so, this is, is now. Is there religion
0: you must go to Syria and go and blow yourself up in the name of Allah or whoever? Or
1: you know, I don't get it. Well, it would appear to me that um, the 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 difficulty is, is if the the guy is coming in and um, saying to everybody, you've got to teach British values. Yeah. Okay.
0: Uh, so you start teaching British values, but they won't teach them in them schools, in the Muslim schools, will they?
1: Well, the first thing is, what do they mean by British values? Well,
0: I would imagine them that we had in fifties, which have gone, which, to, have which gone nobody's up, but, yeah. nobody's keeping. Exactly. So they are in the door when the ass is bolting. Okay.
1: British values. Female PE teacher banned from the classroom for life for having sex with fifteen-year-old female pupil. So you've got a double, double whammy there. You've got a paedophile, uh, but it's also a gay story, really.
0: Yeah.
1: And, and, you know, uh, this is a, a lady, Lauren Chandler, who uh, was a games coach at a top boarding school, banned from teaching after she had had lesbian sex with one of her 15-year-old pupils. I mean, what's wrong with these people? I don't, know. I don't understand yeah. this i'm sure they're all losing plot well she's but she's <laughs> twenty four years old and she was a, a, a residential house tutor private seven thousand four hundred a term i mean you, you know this this is a nonsense um but do you think do you
0: think these um, mullers you know them that are at the top of the moss,
1: do you think they're doing enough
0: because i'm not being funny but if if somebody wants to go from Britain to Syria that's a Muslim yeah with a passport the minute they step over there their passport should be stopped forget we're going out of our way trying to get them to come back
1: no if you've gone let them go and just stop the passport I'll tell you what's really really behind most of this If you've got this guy who's in charge of Ofsted, so he's got all his methods of going to check in the schools, which which we know is a nonsense because everybody knows they're coming. And therefore, if you know that they're coming, you know what to do to prepare that they don't see anything. Okay, put that to bed and say, well, what could be the other influence now? The British values at the moment are probably father or mother saying to the child, uh, "Right, if you don't behave, you'll go to your bedroom." Yeah. Okay, thanks very much indeed. Yeah, That's thanks. great. I'm, I'm going there. to go upstairs. Me I'll look with at my little a television iPads, screen. Everything. Yeah. So I'm on the telly now, and what am I going to do? I'm going to get onto well, what's going on in the world? That's probably a little bit different. So they'll find what's going on with the these terrorists, and therefore when they're online these terrorists are going to be online looking for them. Correct. And that's how they're getting radicalised. Well, now, is that anything to do with British values? Nothing at all. Nothing at all, no. So this guy is typical of the people, unfortunately, that I've worked with over the years, who basically get themselves into positions of influence. It's like you can see them in government. When they come on t- TV and they can't give you a straight answer, the reason why they can't give you a straight answer is because basically they don't know the answer in the first place. Oh, they go—they know they're going to have to lie to you. Now, y- you think that's uh, bad enough uh, about this, you know, this school teacher, uh, and we have this now virtually every week, don't yeah. we? Yeah, this the, one pops up every week. You know, because basically I was working as a school teacher. I feel it a bit more because I know what it was like when I was there. You know, you, you've got to be careful. If you've got something that needs to be said, or whatever, you've got to leave the door of the classroom open so that nobody going past can think there's anything going on, and all that sort of stuff. No, you know, you can't put instance. your you can't put your your arm around somebody. Um, but you've got um, a, a, a an award winning foster carer has been jailed for thirteen years for child sex crimes. Now this guy's been on. the the TV show Trisha, which speaks enough for me straight away. I mean, when you've been looking at what these people have grown up with, they've had Trisha, which has been, uh, I mean, she's probably not a a terrible person, but the stuff that they've been watching has been absolute rubbish. Jerry Springer. Yeah. I mean, you know, you're looking every day to see what's going to, you know, is it going to be a punch-up or...
0: Well, you know it's going to be a punch-up. They even have a bell now. Fight, you know all that nonsense. It's like bear baiting. But somebody who's been fostering all them, ta- all that, and now he gets.
1: Well, where's, the,
0: where's the checks on these people?
1: I wanted to give you the story, but suddenly the screen has decided to completely pack in. You know. uh, but the, I was reading beforehand. This guy, uh, you see him. Um, you know, he's sixty-four. I think he is. Um, doesn't look maybe an old 64 but i mean that doesn't really matter too much because basically if he's uh, a foster carer then obviously uh, if he's getting himself in the newspapers getting himself on Tricia, getting himself in the yeah, news because
0: he's been he's, he's fostered so many and this that and the other and all the way through it and now he, he turns out to be a paedophile well that's very good of you
1: Tricia. okay see how good you think he is now uh I mean, realistically, what? Do you, how could you possibly install any British values? I don't think they exist anymore.
0: That's what I'm saying. They, the only way get well, you get values.
1: Well, you'll only get values if your parents have got values. Correct. Um, I mean, within our own. Well, your lads stick to your values. And your lads are what? 40, 30 odd? Well, they sp- They stick to some of the values I have. Um, uh, you know, now and again, I'll have a little look on Facebook and I'm thinking, hang on, wh- who is this? Uh, is it a member of my family? And i So I'm you thinking, send
0: them a private message. Wait, I do, careful, actually. Be careful what I mean, you're doing.
1: Even at the age he's at now, yeah. I'll do that. Exactly, I do, with
0: my daughters. What, what are you putting this rubbish on for? On a private message and say, what are you putting that rubbish on for? Yeah. No, don't put it on any more.
1: But, I mean, you see things going through Facebook, which are inappropriate, really, Correct. Neil. I mean, you know, you and I, we both look to see what's going through. Yeah, we just I, flick through that. I like to have a little look just to see, keep in touch, to make sure you're not going too far away with the, with the views that you hold. You know, I, I do know that some of the time, uh, some of the people have another way of looking at life to me. So, okay. Yeah. But but it'd be boring if we were all the same. Yeah. But, but I do think the difficulty is if you've got a teacher... The head of the teachers, if you like, or, or the head of the schools he's the inspector, so he's he's head in in a sort of way he's got a direct line straight into the school's head teachers who are supposed to be there, putting in like the the spirit of the school, if you like now, what do you say are British values <laughs> I've got a board upstairs, yeah
0: it, 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 and it, it says it, good manners, you know. Uh,
1: well, the first thing is, you tell the truth.
0: Exactly. Well, the truth is... Now, once now you're a liar, you're finished. But, now, you're but this,
1: this is one of the problems I have, and it's a problem, I think, that some of the people around me have.
0: Getting getting on a bus, and there's an old woman holding bags stood up, and there's all I, these I young go, kids are just... You know, I I mean, don't, going I don't, back to them values. Yeah, and, but I don't want to go
1: away from truth, because right. the truth, well, is, yeah, the truth yeah. is the big one. Because I, I decided to look in... To this this on the internet and I put in the internet what is the Muslim faith taught about truth and telling the truth and telling lies and it would seem that they are not telling people the same as we tell people that you have to tell the truth you know yeah. it, you can't whatever whatever you way you want to spin it if you tell a lie and lose somebody's trust then that's uh, it well you, you know yourself if I lied to you, Neil, and I went uh, in, in an important matter. If I lied to you and you went away, and uh, I and dropped I'm sending you in
0: it. your message, and then I go, listen, I'm telling you this is true, and they come back to me and go, well, what's all this? And it's not true. Then I'm thinking, Vince, thanks very much, pal. You know, that's that were unne- you didn't need to do it. There were no reason for it. Why have you done it?
1: You know. So I think the truth is the big one. Oof. I mean, if, if, if I'm looking at the TV, and I know at the moment I, I'm a bit sort of, I'm not convinced when I look at the the words that's being said by the guy from the Muslim Council saying the Muslims have got to take more, you know, responsibility. Um, no, did you responsibility. say when
0: the cameras are there? That's what I'm saying. I don't think these head of these mosques and, and all that are doing enough with their own
1: people. Well, the stupid thing about this is that most English people wouldn't have a clue what's being said. You've got a TV running in, in uh, on the, the, the British systems now. Uh, I've switched into it a couple of times. Al Jazeera, is it? Well, one not, of them, not one so of them much the Al Jazeera. It, yeah. it, 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 this is just, just uh, it's a Punjabi tra- channel. Right. Right. Well, now, we don't speak Punjabi. It's bad enough trying to understand Spanish and exactly. French. <laughs> Uh, and German and, and the other languages in Europe. I mean, really, we don't know what's being said. But does it
0: say in this Quran? you know, because what they seem to be telling these um, suicide bombers is that, oh, you're going to go... If you press the button on your vest or, or, or on the car and blow it up and, and you take other people with you, you'll be going up to this, like, paradise with loads of virgins and this, that and the other, and you can really enjoy your life then. But... That's, where they, that's how they keep trying to get them, don't they? By promising them something that nobody knows
1: anyway. How on earth can this guy go into uh, the top people in the schools and be seen in the papers saying, we have got to instill British values? They don't tell you what the British values are because nobody, nobody seems to know. Exactly,
0: because they've lost them all.
1: So therefore, the, as I repeat myself by saying, the only values that anybody can have is what we put in, in our, into our own families. And if, if a lot of families, and a, a lot of families are doing this, Neil, if a lot of families are saying, right, kids, you know, go and watch the telly, um, you know, just plonk, plonk yourself in front of your, your iPad and your TV Computer, or whatever. So therefore, the reason why we're doing that is because we don't have to talk to you anymore.
0: Exactly. You, you never see them sit down at a table anymore, even on a Sunday lunch. Everybody had to be in by that time, whether it's your dad or your
1: brother or your sister or whatever. If you were in there, you got a right rollicking. I've just had to lay down the law with a member of my family about telling lies. Yeah. And, and basically, I don't like doing it. I don't like to come too heavy. But if somebody's going to start telling me lies... Then how can you trust people? And exactly. at the moment, with with what's happening in the world, I am not convinced that what we saw on the TV yesterday was actually what was what's been happening. Exactly. Sorry. Okay. But you see, if you start off with a little lie, yeah, you can't then stop.
0: You, then you have to tell a slightly bigger one to cover that one, and then a bigger one. And all of a sudden, you're in that so far deep, and everybody knows. You know,
1: you finished. One quick one before we finish. The Duke of Cambridge has come under fire. After it emerged, uh, the second in line to the throne has used the Queen's helicopter to make a journey that would have taken 90 minutes by car. Now, he's done it before. He picked up uh, Harry and took him off to uh, the Isle of Wight for a stag party. OK, uh, a bit of fun? Yeah. No, not not at the taxpayers' expense. Hey, come, come on. on! Get in here, Neil. Listen,
0: look how good I am at this. I wish I had one, Uncle. On but there you go,
1: Neil. They, they get enough money already. Yes, but why come on, then. why are, all why right. are they never are satisfied?
0: A, 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 few, a few quid for a 90-minute yes. trip. Yes, hang
1: on. We're talking about an age of austerity. We're talking about when people are telling us that they they haven't got a house to live in. That there's people going to food banks. Yeah, yeah, I
0: get all that. I get all that.
1: Well, I'm all sorry. Right. I've had enough of All it. All
0: he's got to do is say, listen, check it out of my wages, put it back in tax, Pop.
1: But he doesn't. He doesn't. <laughs> you
0: never know they might do.
1: Hey? They never know he might do. No,
0: they... They're decent lads. Come on, let Look, get on. Look,
1: you know as well as I do, I don't dislike either of those lads. Yeah. I think they, and especially for the sort of problems they've had early on in life. But I do think that it's rather silly that. Yeah, don't
0: go overboard, in other words. You know, you know. But, yeah. Hey, Harry, come on. Get in this helicopter. Hang off. on.
1: It's so only two weeks ago we were talking about him having a, a, a blooming whacking great house. Do you remember? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, what more do you well, want? Well,
0: that's ours, isn't it, really? It's one of ours.
1: <sighs> right, we'll say goodbye. Good night. Thank you for listening. That's about it. Right. Uh, we'll go first to Beats FM.
0: Gang in Bangladesh, and what are we in
1: Bangladesh? Big in Bangladesh. Kadesh. And uh, we'll go to Family Radio 1 in the UK, and that's Mike. And uh, then we'll go to Mersey Radio. That's Matty Adams
0: in Liverpool.
1: Okay, we'll take our stations in California next, which is Podomatic, Spreaker, Gigadile, and Stitcher Radio my website www.vinctracey.com uh, next we'll go to uh, we we'll go to Florida that's Erica at Aircheck and last but not least we go to uh, WROM
0: that's in Detroit it's Tom and the gang and the WROM
1: stands for the world realms of music fantastic I'm okay, going
0: to go and get in my helicopter now and I'm going home do you want a lift? ha 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 Off we go. Here we go. Thank you.